Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. Now if you've been using my shorter rows as a way to try and build up your time and experience on the rowing machine then you'll find that today is the first time that I'm really asking you to put in quite a bit more effort for a tiny bit longer because what we're going to do is 10 minutes but we're going to start off with 30 seconds at a nice low intensity, 20 strokes a minute, you know I love that, but then we're going to do 30 seconds up at 30 strokes a minute and I want you to put everything into this okay, I want you to be controlled at that 30 strokes a minute but I want you to go faster. I'm looking for you to really be going kind of like 18 to 20 seconds faster between the two rates and that's a minimum. If you can go faster then please do all right. But before we can get into today's main session we're going to have to do that warm-up to make sure that my body is ready for today's row and we're going to do a five minute warm-up today and even before we can get there we have to set up our machine. And on an Averon that means setting your resistance first. Now if you haven't really discovered your right resistance yet what you're looking for is you get a nice sensation of a stroke when you drive through that drive but you don't have to heave against it but at the same time it doesn't feel like you're just flapping in the wind all right and if you are using a concept 2 in the Averon app that's kind of the same thing I want you to set for your drag factor where the lever is is that nice feel but not too light not too heavy now a good guide is that on a concept 2 on a clean machine I set my lever to 5 because that gives me a drag factor of 130 but it also means that too low isn't a problem on a concept to too high is a problem. On the Averon I've got my resistance set to 10 today. I will usually do my tougher rows up at 12 so I'm just backing off a tiny bit today if that helps you. Next up we need to set our foot stretcher height and what you're looking for is being able to get into the front of the machine with your shins in a vertical position. If you're set too high in the foot stretchers it can get a bit tough to get there. If you're set too low in the stretchers you can go scooting past and that sends your backside out from underneath you causes power loss. A good guide here is that the strap should cover the bottom lace of your shoe which then means it goes across the balls of your feet so start there and adjust from there all right because you know you so like I said we're going to do a five minute warm-up we're going to start off 20 strokes a minute at a really gentle pace because we're just going to get our body moving here and then we're going to increase pace a little bit take a little bit of drills have a break get into our main session and then we can get on with the rest of our day all right you okay with that so let's get going in five four three two one Let's go. So I always say this and you'll have heard me say it over and over again, but please use this warm up as a warm up. Okay. You're not hitting the ground running at full speed. I want you to get your body moving, get it used to the fact that you're going to be doing some rowing today. And today's row is going to be a tough one because of those 30 second sprints. So it's important that your body is warmed up. And that you've gone through the motions, rocking forwards over your hips in towards the front of the machine, pushing with your legs while your arms are straight in order to get that power through your body and into the machine. That's how you effectively get that power into the machine. If you swing your back too soon or if you pull your arms at the front of the stroke instead of the back of the stroke then all you're doing is leaking power and I know not everybody wants to roll for speed but the thing about getting the power in properly is that means efficiency which means you can roll for longer and it also means 
you're using all of your body when you're rowing instead of losing that backswing and disengaging your core or not pushing with your legs or you get what I mean I've said this stuff before in fact I think I said exactly the same thing in the last 10 minute row so forgive me okay so we're about to hit two minutes into this warm-up and what I want you to do is just increase the push with your legs so that you feel that your heart rate is rising, your breathing rate is rising, but it doesn't feel like hard work. If you haven't heard it before, I describe this as being run about the intensity as if you were climbing up a constant flight of stairs, not like really fast, but just climbing up norm normally. It does get a little bit tiring. You get out of breath, and that's what you're looking for. And this is the pace that you'll be rowing the 20 strokes per minute sections at in today's main row. So take a look at your pace. And this would be your five out of 10 effort, okay? But in two strokes time, we're gonna put one foot on the ground. So here we go. Take a foot out, put it on the ground, continue rowing. Now put that foot on the ground, okay? And use it, like rock forwards over your toe, rock backwards over your ankle, in order to give you an anchor while you're on the ground. I was coaching somebody in a web chat yesterday, day before, I can't remember, but they were keeping their leg up in the air <laughs> and they looked very uncomfortable. Right, swap feet. Ooh continue rowing on the other leg and there is point to this it's not just so I could tell you the story of someone with a leg in the air by having only one leg in it's easier to get into that forwards tilt and your shin in a vertical position because you're less going to bound up by just having one leg in one more here and then put both feet back in tighten your straps Ooh, here we go, legs nice and straight and roll with your back and arms only. So swing over your back, pull in your arms, out with your arms and then rock forwards over your back again. So your backswing is taking up that initial tension of the stroke, okay? And then you pull with the arms. So back, arms, arms, back. Now let's roll into the front with straight arms and a forward tilt. And this time, just use your legs. Keep those arms straight. It's vital you keep your arms straight and just let your legs power into the machine. And then try to hold that forwards rock for as long as possible as well. Let your legs do all the work as you push out from the front. One more here. Right, so. Have a quick drink and I'll explain one more time what it is we're doing today. Okay then, so while you're having your quick drink, have a little bit of a wiggle of your backside to make sure you release that pressure of your sit bones through your glutes, which can cause a little bit of discomfort. Now, 
Today's row is going to be just 10 minutes long and we're going to split it into 30 second chunks. The first 30 second, we're going to do at low intensity, 20 strokes a minute, run about 5 out of 10 pace that you just rode at. And then we're going to do 30 seconds at 30 strokes a minute and a lot faster, okay? If you're just new to rowing, don't worry about the actual pace, just make sure that there's a big differential between the two. If you are someone who tends to train with like a 2K training pace or something, you're really looking for at least 20 seconds difference between these two rates, all right? So, we're just going to get straight into it, if you don't mind, because I've, I don't want to get too cool after our warm-up. Um, so yeah, so starting off 20 strokes a minute, 5 out of 10 pace, one stroke every 3 seconds. In 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Let's go. So, keep these 20 strokes a minute paces nice and easy. Keep to that 5 out of 10. It's going to become more important that you keep these nice and easy the further we go through today's workout. But what I really want you to do is to always hold the same pace on the 20s and the 30s. Two more strokes, then we're going to do our first sprint. Okay, one more. Remember, the power comes from your legs. So push, push, and you'll get a faster drive speed by pushing harder with your legs. You should see your pace jump a lot faster as you do the same and just make sure to keep those arms nice and straight as you push that power in from your legs one more back down to 20 strokes a minute and that is all we're doing today well it's not all we're doing today we've got to do another nine of them but that's what today's workout involves. 30 seconds, low intensity, 30 seconds, sprint. One more stroke here. Now let's get back to sprinting. Now, the cheat code for this is, if you're looking at your timer, to take one stroke every two seconds. And that will mean 30 strokes a minute, okay? Probably teaching you to suck eggs there, but just in case, two more, one more. Because of course, the opposite is here, or not the opposite, but the companion is here as we're rowing at 20 strokes a minute, because this, is one stroke every three seconds. And there lies why I love these two stroke rates so much. So don't have to think. One more stroke. You ready? Let's go sprinting. Remember, power comes from your legs. If you've got nice straight arms and that forwards tilt at the front of the machine, as you push, that power should flow into the machine. Three more, two more, last one. Back to 20 strokes a minute. And like I said, try and keep coming back to the same paces. So I'm 202 right now 
and I'll let you know what my 30 strokes a minute pace is when we get to it after this stroke. Okay, here we go. Let's sprint. 140, 141. So I am within that 20 second increase that I asked of you to do. Don't worry about my actual pace. Everyone's different, but the actual difference is return to 20 strokes a minute. The differential between the two, that should be close. And if you're not seeing the difference, well, there's two things that are happening. Maybe you're going too fast on these ones, faster than that warm-up pace, or maybe you're not connecting right for the sprints. One more here. Here we go. Push. So really do think about holding that forwards tilt and arms straight as you push your legs into the machine to really hang off the handle and surge that power into the machine. Two more, one more. And if you're struggling as we get to this Bon Jovi point, we're halfway there. If you're struggling to get the stroke rate up, then let the handle guide you. Okay, your handle is your key to faster stroke rates. One more stroke. Here we go. So at the back of the stroke, as you finish, let the handle smoothly, but quickly come away from your body. You're not scared of it. You're not throwing it away. It's not a snake, but the speed you pull it in at, release it at again. One more. It's almost a dance with the machine. You never stop. There's never a point in the stroke where I'm not moving. So don't hold the handle against you at the back of the stroke. Release it. One more here. And let's sprint. Because the point is, if you get the handle away, it causes, or should cause, your upper body to start tilting forwards again due to the momentum of the handle moving away. Two more. One more. Because what you're looking for is the handle to be past your knees and your upper body to be in that forward rock 
before you bend your knees. It's easy to be lazy about it at 20 strokes a minute. One more stroke. Let's get sprinting. But at 30 strokes a minute, you've got so little time. You're basically one second drive, one second recovery. So you can't waste time with a lazy recovery. And it's your handle that gets the pace up. One more here. Back to 20s. But like I said, you're not throwing the handle away. You still want a rhythm and control. It's a fluid dance with the machine. Oh, we've only got two more to go. Two more strokes too. One more. Let's get sprinting. And then, the other thing I haven't really mentioned is posture. Making sure you're sitting up on your sit bones and rocking forwards and backwards over your hips. If you have a tucked tailbone, that will weaken your stroke. One more. Last set of 20s. <clears throat> so if you feel your tailbone is tucked underneath you and your hips are always pointing back, that's a very compromised rowing position. Sit up, powerful posture, hips rolled forwards at the front. One more stroke. And here we go with our last 30 second sprint. Really do try and match the pace that you've been holding from the start in these sprints. The only person you're cheating is yourself if you don't stay consistent with your power here. Two more. Last one. And that's it. Now, come on. That's a really quick way to get through 10 minutes in the rowing machine, isn't it? And by alternating both of those 30 seconds chunks, it really keeps your body kind of moving, guessing. Doesn't really ever find comfort, so it's a really good workout for you. So I'd recommend coming back to that one. If you thought you were struggling with the paces, then come back and you can do it and try and even up your paces. Or maybe if you're that kind of guy or girl, then you could do that. Take a minute's rest, come back and do it again. Take a minute's rest, come back and do it again. So basically you're taking about two and a half between each because I have this minute and a half flannel at the end. All right, so um, yeah, and that'll give you a great workout. So thank you so much for joining me in this one. I really do hope that you enjoyed it. It's really important that you do the fast stuff as well as the slow stuff when you're developing and trying to increase your time on the machine. Okay, now... I do always like to leave some kind of a hashtag at the end in case you're gonna post anything on your socials. And today that hashtag is let's go sprinting because that's what we were doing, all right? So thanks once again for joining me for this one. I'll see you in a future video. Until then, take care, be well, bye-bye.